Are You Playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play video games, many times bad, today is maybe an exception, and we tell you why the bleep we are playing them. I'm the ultimate life form, Sean. I'm here with Thomas, that's who he is. <laughs> also, Mason the Blue Blur. And today we have a special guest, a man who loves chili dogs, John. Word. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? I got you think the... highly of yourself, don't you, Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Giving yourself the ultimate life. Wait, well, well, hold on. Wait, are you the are you shadow? Or yes, are you the, the, the person who you thinks I'm lizard? the ultimate life form, so but actually, I just have gun and motorcycle. <laughs> so you're so you're beaten by lizard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I was thinking a lot on how I was going to Thomas's, and then I was like, I was pl- when I was playing it today. Uh, the Eggman song was played, and Thomas mentioned loving the Eggman soundtrack, and I was like, what if I tried to do Thomas? Uh, <laughs> I got the master plan. Oh, we're going to talk a lot about the soundtrack. Oh, so man. if you don't realize, we have played Sonic Adventure 2. Uh, I think majority of us, I think all of us played Battle, the uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Well, I actually, so you guys all had, did you, got, you guys had the GameCube version, right? Mm-hmm. I was... I have both. Actually, I have three versions. You have three versions? <laughs> See, I have I have the, the GameCube version, but I lined it to Thomas for the purposes of this episode. So I actually, I actually played the uh, the 360 version. Okay. Is oh. ba- it's backwards compatible with the Xbox One. Interesting. Yeah, it so. was, yeah, it was like uh, five bucks. Yeah. On the on the Look, Xbox arcades, so. I I own SA2. I'm not a fake Sonic fan. I promise. But <laughs> Steam also decided, no, I'm not going to work. Fuck I mean, you. I played so. my version from 2002. So <laughs> I so I, I played my version on the Steam Deck. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. So the the one on on Steam is actually a direct port from the Dreamcast with the option to buy the Battle DLC. That's how it is on the Xbox. That's a, yeah. That, I, yeah. They did that. I think I'm going to read some of that later. <laughs> <laughs> potentially later on the the thing is though when because I remember there was something weird with my Xbox and I had to re-download and then I had to re-download the DLC too I didn't notice a difference visually well yeah see you won't actually notice any, any difference um the the only thing that battle really adds into it is like that the multiplayer competition stuff but like right. vanilla it's, it's all the way through. it's, it's not it, it's a pretty much one-to-one port. Like, they just basically were like, yep, because legitimately the Dreamcast and GameCube were fairly similar to uh, develop for. They have some big differences, but they were a fairly similar hardware in general. It's not like SA1 to Sonic Adventure DX where you can definitely tell you there's can a lot of differences tell. visually. Yeah. So. But, all right, Sonic Adventure 2. What is Sonic Adventure 2? Well... I'm glad you asked here, because I'm sure all of us here have no idea, but, uh... What the the fuck's a Sonic? (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Sonic Adventure 2 is a 2001 platform game developed by Sonic Team USA and published by Sega. Sega! It was the final Sonic the Hedgehog game for the Dreamcast. It was actually... Wasn't it, like, the last game... For the like game, it, yeah, it was one of them, yeah. Because yeah, they, they, they're, 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 I'm going to read a review a little bit later on it. Was someone was talked about? It. I'm glad that it went out. That the Dreamcast didn't go out with like a a whimper. That I get went out with a huge yeah. thing. Yeah, well, they yeah true. they really wanted to because this was uh, Sonic's 10th anniversary of it being was. around. Yeah. Uh, they, which, which I do have a surprise for that that I can bring out a little later. They, <laughs> oh, they have uh, they have a 
the development of this game, we'll probably get to it later. They really wanted to go more action. Yes. Uh, they wanted to do more action because SA1 is very much slower. It's very adventure Yeah. It's, it's very well, much... Well, it, at the time, remember it, what the game it's competing against is Mario 64. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, so very much Sonic... Adv- Honestly, Sonic Adventure is an adventure game. It's you platform around, you kind of solve all these puzzles. I mean, there's this still... one's called Battle in it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say if SA One is an adventure game, this is an action game. It you uh, run this around is all the edgy emo game because we added <laughs> Shadow. <laughs> It's Sonic for Grimes. I'm amazed that we didn't have like an Evanescence song blaring. At the, you know, the, <laughs> I mean, almost, look, almost. the uh, the Bring Me to Life that they you know did for the Daredevil uh, trailer. Yeah. That was on everything around this time, so I'm surprised it's that sh- the- Shadow going on about uh, how he's the ultimate life form while uh, um, What I've Done by Linkin Park <laughs> in the background. Yes, Sayonara, Shadow the Hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> like this is this is an this game. Uh, introduced uh, two characters, uh, Shadow the Shadow the Hedgehog and uh, Rouge the Bat, which became staples uh, in it. And it splits uh, between two stories. You either play the evil or the good story. Uh, 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 uh. It just it doesn't say evil. Oh, sorry. It's a dark hero. And hero. Dark and hero. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wikipedia went with the good and evil. I apologize. Because because there are I, I like that delineation better mm-hmm. because it leaves more gray area and more ambiguity. Because of how those characters actually play mm. out, not just in later stories, but even in the comics themselves, it's it's that, that, that particular that, part. That was something that I kind of picked up on while I, because I start I started the dark and finished the dark story just recently, and I did kind of appreciate how they they went with Gun as the enemy because that's something that both the dark side. And the hero side can go up against, and you mm-hmm. don't have which, to go through the trouble of making. It kind of builds enemies. the trope of you know the the what we later see in a lot of movies, the versus movies, where you're you're like, oh, it's so and so, Batman versus Superman, but actually there's a villain behind all yep. of it. The, you know, yeah, Kong exactly. versus Godzilla. They, you know, we actually yeah. team up in the end. Uh, that trope. Did it start with Sonic? I don't know, but <laughs> it probably didn't. But it did it one of the best ways. Out. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, John brought gifts, uh, so for, <coughs> we're in an audio medium, so here we'll yeah. tell you that John brought uh, 10th anniversary comics. Yeah, so uh, I, fun. <clears throat> so back when you, uh, before you like, could set up a pull list with um, comic shops and stuff, you had to mail order your comics. So oh, wow. you'd, fill out, you'd fill out this mail order form, and then you'd get them, you'd have to pay with a check. And, and, you know, one of these comics, uh, issue 125, I believe it is, is one of my favorite covers in all of Sonic the Hedgehog in yep. general. I love that cover. So I I vigorously collected them. A good friend of mine, uh, Joey Hansen, he introduced me to Sonic when I first moved to New Mexico. And he uh, told me I needed to start reading them. So I bought my first issue of Sonic Comics, issue number 12. That's how old I am. Wow. <laughs> and then I just sort of like kept kept collecting uh, as the years went on. So these so, are the comics that tied in with the Adventure 2 launch? Yes. So they uh, didn't just do the, con- uh, do the game as their 10th anniversary. I mean, this was a huge deal for the comics as well because they released tons of media. I got like this huge free poster with it as well wow. for their 10th anniversary. Um, and yeah, this is like the whole story. I mean, also starting with like issue one eighteen, and like the the covers are all really cool as well. 
Um, if you can't see them, we'll look them up online because they're pretty dope. I mean, they definitely can't see them, but yeah. <laughs> but the uh, visualize, <laughs> visualize, put it in your mind's eye. But the they actually, if I remember right, debuted Shadow bef- in the comic before the release of the game. Oh wow! Because well, Shadow they tried to keep him hidden for a long time. Yes, yeah, so in you, a lot of the trailers. Yeah, sorry. you get his origin story. Yeah, in here that you don't quite get in the that they touch on in the video that, game, yeah, that they which is a lot through this game. This game, it, SA Two has a fantastic story. Yeah, Sometimes them it. telling the story doesn't work as well. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah, tell it in I, some I, very. I do, I do agree. They tell it in some very odd ways. I like separating the story. I like playing different, and then you see the fill in. I like a lot of that. But like, they expect you to know things about the universe in this <laughs> game, which. To be fair, if you're playing the 10th anniversary Sonic game, that's not a That's fair, guess, but also but remember where Sega was at the time. That's fair. Like, you're banking on saving basically, potentially the company at the time, with the Dreamcast is, is on its last legs possibly, who knows what's going to happen, and your huge tentpole franchise game is like this... Uh, if you want to look at... To a, 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 a system that was considered not super welcoming to new players. Like, the Dreamcast is a fantastic system. I legitimately love that system. Mm-hmm. But it was not great at making new players. It was a very, like, oh, if you've played video games, you this is the system for you. Like, if you've stuck with Sega. Yeah. If you bought a Saturn, this is the <laughs> this is Then the we're sorry, and here's our apology. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yikes. But it, it is, you can definitely see why... This game, as good as it is and as well as received it is and how well it sold, probably wasn't the savior that Sega needed at the time. It was uh, because it is very much... I mean, they, Despite the fact that, let me tell you, it's not the first Sonic game I'd ever played, but it is the first Sonic game I'd sat down and like played beginning to end. Yeah. Uh, I'd played a bunch of the Genesis games at my neighbor's house as a kid, but this is the first time I like, sat down and really played a Sonic game was SA2. So like... As a kid, I still was able to get into it, and obviously I played the GameCube port. I got into the Sonic, but playing it now, I'm like, whoo, there's a lot of things that I'm like, I didn't even know that, I don't know those things as a kid, you know, I didn't know this or this or this, that uh, the storytelling, especially the way it's told, actually kind of do a disservice to this really good story they are trying to tell. Yeah, and that could be because of what they try to split it, why they split it up. Because, like, for example, most kids probably started with the hero story because you actually know all the characters on that side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> if you're playing the hero story, just out of Wait, nowhere... For all the people listening, raise your hands if you start off with the hero story. Yeah. All right, so that's... Yeah. All right, yeah. Yeah, we got all the yeah, hands. All right, so you guys can see all those hands. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Every, so, yeah. so, you're going to start with Sonic, like, especially yeah. if you're a kid... Uh, yeah, especially no, if you're I didn't. A kid. I just started with the dark storyline. Uh, that's because again, that's because like I read, I was reading the story. I'm like, that's fair, dude. I, as like I said, I was reading the comics. So when I knew this was coming out, I was like, I got to start here because I want my introduction. And to honestly, Shadow. in the storyline, the dark is the first in the timeline. Like the start of the dark starts before, way before the first happens. So yeah, yeah. Which I guess when you're telling a story because you're trying to have like Sonic jumping out of an airplane is the beginning of it, you know, because he's been falsely uh, accused. Which but you could play the storylines alternating. Like you mm-hmm. don't. The game's set yes. up to where you don't have to 
just blaze through one side and then the other. You can like go back to the menu and then switch back to the hero side and alternate back and forth. Is it cumbersome? Yes, <laughs> but it can be done. It, well, yeah. that's why there's really good edits on YouTube of like Sonic Adventure 2, the movie, where it's the levels edited together in the chronological timeline. And there's like four fucking levels <laughs> before the beginning, the hero story. Yeah, I mean, de debatably, because is Knuckles's level before Sonic's? No, like, Knuckles is no, two. No, no. I, I know, yeah. I know. Oh, in timeline? In timeline, that's what I mean. Because like, is it before his? Story? No, no, because uh, in the because in the dark storyline, uh, Eggman frees Shadow. Shadow goes off, and that's what's because he he beats the 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 robot that Sonic then fights, and then Eggman goes off and breaks the Master Emerald while Knuckles and Rouge are fighting. Right. So they're happening pretty close to simultaneously. But it looks like a little bit after. Yeah. Right. And okay. the, the really funny funny thing about it is you mentioned alternating between the two. I think that might have been like how they intended it to play out because if you play through the hero story throughout like all the levels you start getting power-ups that then add visually to your character. And then if you start playing the hero story, the <laughs> cutscenes cuts or the dark story, cutscenes will replay like from the past story and they will have Upgrades that they should not have. Yeah. And Mason is actually correct. Because originally, this story was not going to be two stories. It was going to be a story, one long story, but you would make decisions. Like you would make kind of consequence based. Kind of oh, I'm glad they abandoned that. Kind of con <laughs> kind of consequence based, but I feel like there wasn't much on it. It was just it was an idea they had. But it was an it idea was, that they had that they later shelved and then reused in Shadow, for the, Shadow Hedgehog. the Hedgehog. Yeah, they, uh, well, they probably they probably ditched it at the time because they, those kinds of games at that level of development require a lot more programming. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> and uh, not to say that Sega isn't great programmers. But um, when they've branched out to a lot of those things, um, they haven't done them it, well. It, did, it didn't work. <laughs> but yeah, it was originally going to be like, I'm not entirely sure because there wasn't a lot about it where I found it, but it was probably originally going to be you would start off as, say, Sonic. And then at a certain point, you would make a decision like, do you want to keep going with Sonic or do you want to switch over? Do you want to go with Shadow now? And then you'd play with Shadow for a bit. And it's like, do you want to keep with Shadow or do you want to go with Rouge or Knuckles or something like that? Like, I think that's what it was going to be. I kind of wish they would have almost taken it as a fighting game uh, in, in, the, in the way that you pick a character and you play through their whole story and then you piece it all together. So, that's what, that's what Adventure did. I was going to say, so Adventure yeah. that's exactly That's what, what Adventure, Adventure did. did, and I wish they kind of would have kept like, I know that they're trying to set the teams up because, you know, sometimes switching between the levels and the type of gameplay, I'm like, I didn't really want to play a Knuckles level or a uh, Tails level. I mean, yeah. albeit on replay here, I found myself really liking the Tails and Eggman levels more than I probably did. They slow things down, but also of all the levels, they're the ones that control the best. They have awful camera. The entire game does not have a good camera. Oh, no, it doesn't. Uh, oh, no. But the, 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 control, the controls perfect. actually function 100% the way they're supposed to, whereas in the other two, there are some issues with some of the controls. I will give you the Eggman levels. I mean, design-wise, some of the Tails levels aren't great, but I think just from a playing them, I found a lot of enjoyment playing the Tails levels that I, I, I know I did not have as a kid. It's just, it's just, for me, the Eggman levels are designed so much better. Because, mm -hmm. like, the Tails levels, they're okay. You you storm the base. You run away from the you run away from the coppers, 
and you do a space station. Which all that. the amount of tax dollars the U.S. government spent chasing a hedgehog yeah. is amazing. <laughs> There's also a line early on uh, when Shadow gets the first Chaos Emerald that he stole it from the Federal Reserve. Yeah. <laughs> which you can see play out in Sonic X. Which I yeah I found oh, out that yeah. Uh, yeah I did not I, I was talking to Mason earlier I have those today comics too. and I didn't know that, I didn't know that they had adapted uh, they adapted Adventure into Sonic X. I'd never watched Sonic X, and so I was like, oh, oh really? Shame on you. I haven't watched a lot That's of the Sonic I was, shows because I was like, what did you do? What did you do on a Sunday morning if not turn on four kids and watch Sonic X before church? <laughs> like that's a ritual. I, uh, I, oh. Look, see, it played on Saturdays where I lived. I was gonna oh, say, okay, I was gonna say where so. I lived, it played on Saturdays. And did I watch a lot of it? Yes. Looking back on it, were any of those episodes good? Wait, you're telling nope. me the baseball episode isn't a classic? That's honestly the best episode in the series, <laughs> and that's a problem. See, <laughs> see, I, I, so I had a harder time getting into Sonic X, but I, I really enjoy, especially as time when it goes on. But part of that is because how I was introduced in Sonic. So I was introduced back in, like, the 95 Sonic show. Oh, wow. So, but yeah, wait, wait, there, wait, so, wait like, so there were two going on at that time. Yeah, so was it Saddam or Adventures? I watched both, but okay. I really liked uh, the just the Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog show because so, it followed a lot more of, like, the comics that I knew, and they took, they took a lot of the stories from the comics and readapted them in that show. I loved the Sonic <laughs> movie cool. with Metal Sonic. I watched that. that, that, oh, that this, yes, this, I have that. Because the, the of Japanese this game, one, yeah. I went. We went out and rented the uh, Sonic movie. I have. I own it. Oh, I'm talking back in the day. Way back in the I day. I mean, it, it is a pretty. This is talking when Hastings existed. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty fire movie. It yeah. is. Like yeah. it, it, it. It actually is really good. But that before, because you're talking about all the introduction on that before uh, uh, Adventure Two. I played Sonic the Hedgehog and Sonic uh, Sonic and uh, Sonic Two, uh, not Sonic No Sonic Two uh, over at my neighbor's house, and we also played a lot of Sonic Spinball. Like that was the game. Uh, that's probably the game that before wow. Adventure Two, yes. I had the most hours poured, poured poured into of a Sonic game. See, and I I started playing uh, Sonic Spinball on the PC. <laughs> so, oh wow! Yeah. It's uh, wow. it's one of the best pinball games ever to come out. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah, uh, it really is. It's a great mechanic game, uh, and maybe maybe there'll be an episode on pinball games later. Yeah, Who knows? I, I played <laughs> I played PC games like long before I. Well, that's not true. So I started off on the NES, but I quickly migrated to PC games because like my parents wanted to have a nice computer. Mm. So we played all the DOS video games that came out, and <laughs> and then we just sort of like kept upgrading. My parents eventually bought us like a game pad, but it was so old that. USB ports really weren't a thing, so it was oh, a wow. serial port uh, uh, gamepad. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, so I played, um, yeah, I played a lot of those <laughs> old first PC games that ever came out that looked better there than they did on the console. So I think it's pretty clear that all of us, when playing this game, had at least some background before jumping into this game. Yeah, that's uh, what I was... So this game, yeah. uh, kind of similar to what we were talking about last uh, episode about the VeggieTales game was... Yeah. The game was already ready for us. Like, we were oh, like, yeah, oh yeah, we're, we're in. Even though I said, I probably, among all of us, I think I had the least Sonic experience going into this game of everybody here. But even then, I was like, this game is still... I have enough knowledge of Sonic to know what I'm trying to do. Right. Uh, and then a lot of the story points I would piece together later as, oh, that's why that was in there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's why they did that. 
imagine being a child and not knowing a lot about this game because not a lot of children okay one of my favorite <laughs> things about this game are the ads because oh they God. Sega to, ads in general are hilarious but they tried to hide shadow mm -hmm. like really well like mm -hmm. I think one of the best by ones, showing shadows of him uh, uh, <laughs> uh, at the <laughs> but like I forget I forget what show it was but I think it was the end of a Sega show where they had 10 days and it was all dedicated to SA2. And like everyone, they would show like a different thing. Every day they'd show a different thing. And the final day, they had this big trailer. It showed Sonic, Knuckles, and Eggman. It showed all their gameplay. And it's like, yeah, another adventure. And then all of a sudden, the screen would go like staticky and there would be like cryptic messages. And you would see an outline of a dark hedgehog. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that? Is that? <laughs> like, and like, why do we need it now? <laughs> I mean, in a lot of ways at this point, I know Wario did exist in Nintendo, but Wario really wasn't in games for Nintendo, uh, like actual like adventure games. Like he had been in uh, some of the, the like tennis and golf games and things like that. Mm -hmm. There was the one Japanese game where he threw a bucket on Mario's head and you had to be the fairy going around. Oh, yeah. Great game. Uh, he Great was, game. He was in Mario Land 2. And he was in some of that, games. yeah. There's very limited Wario. So the fact that there was a dark version of your mascot in a game... Because even though, because Wario's never the dark, dark version. Like you kind of saw, like yeah, he's, he's he's just he's more an asshole. Yeah, than just more of an asshole. And he would, yeah. you know, a couple years later, WarioWare would become really popular. The idea of a dark version of your character hadn't really been done a ton in uh, of your ma in your mascot games, like your 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 Mario, yeah. your Crash Bandicoot, your. Uh, Nobody uh, talk about Mirror Link. You know, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. When did Dark Link get? When did Dark, Dark Link was Ocarina of Time? So Dark Link would have been, but that even then, it's a it's a whole different concept yeah. as well. Plus, like, plus Dark Link is just for like one stage, like mm -hmm. it's one boss fight. Shadow is throughout the whole. Yeah, thing. and that it's an actual like antithesis to Sonic, or being billed as an antithesis to Sonic is something that this genre hadn't necessarily seen a ton at the time, especially in your big. Mascot platform games. The game that's supposed to sell your system. Yeah. Because uh, you don't usually... Like, this game do, is is very different than what you would usually do to try to sell your system. Yeah. Now, after this, there were just oodles and oodles of dark counterparts. In a lot of ways, this, in a lot of ways Sonic kind of started some of that. Jumped into it at exactly the right time, because we're about... It came out in, what, 2000... 2001. And after that, you're starting to hit that... Everything had to be dark in like 2004 to 2007. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything had dark. You know, Jack and Daxter went from a lighthearted game to, oh my gosh, Jack is dark, you know. Uh, uh, you yeah. had, uh, you had obviously Prince of Persia getting its dark, uh, being Two darkened thrones. up. You had all these different things. Like these, these things became, it, it wasn't cool to have it. And this game isn't dark per se, but this game is very early 2000s edgy. This, look, it will it will never not crack me up that Jack and Daxter, canonically, his first words he ever says is, I'm going to kill Praxis. That is <laughs> so his first good. words. Do you, you think Sam Raimi was a fan of this game? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think he kind of looked at that and went, I know. <laughs> uh, well, John Carpenter was... John Ooh. Carpenter loves Sonic the Hedgehog, which will never not make me laugh. So the, so the weird thing for me is, like, I, I feel like a lot of... Like, the three of you approached this game from people that had mostly experienced the other Sonic games, and that's how you were coming into mm -hmm. this. 
Whereas mine was like, yeah, I played the Sonic games, but my the the my friends that I had and like the group that I was in, we were all deeply into the comics. Like we were deep into the weeds of reading all the all, all the issues that we could of Sonic. And then seeing this game came out, it was less about like the gameplay and wanting to see how they like told this particular story because we had been like leading up to it in the comics for a while. Which which is probably why you picked the dark story first. Yeah. <laughs> Cuz yeah. yeah, yeah, you had you had a, not, a little bit of knowledge. Yeah, um, well yeah, cuz I was familiar with um with his origin story and I just was like, okay, I got to know how they play it out and how much of that is included. Which, and granted the comic has which, way more exposition on his origin oh, story. Sure. Which yeah. you might have been waiting for longer if not for a bit of a goof. <laughs> Originally, Shadow and Rouge were actually going to be hidden for a long, long time. Like, yeah. longer than usual. That didn't happen. Because Resaurus Toy Company accidentally leaked them as part of their Sonic Adventure toy line. Wow. <laughs> so Sega was like, God damn it. And they had to release the characters. Guess we got to do it now. <laughs> that's basically it. Which, I found that out today, In and that's fucking fairness, hilarious. fairness, probably helped the game sales oh, yeah. a bit. Not that Adventure was a bad-selling game. Like, Adventure sold very well. But, like, I can imagine that this would have been, like, a reason to get the sequel. Because, mm -hmm. as I said, Adventure is a fine game. Adventure 2 is a much better game. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a lot more streamlined and less faffing uh, about trying to figure out where you need to go next. I mean, they, yeah, they cut <sighs> out Amy and Big's uh, gameplay section. So they, they cut out Mario and Fishing. Uh, 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 so on the Dreamcast version, uh, Biggs is actually in the Dreamcast version of Adventure. So like that was one of the things that I was really confused about. So like I started replaying this game, and I was telling my wife like like as we were playing, I was like, "Oh yeah, look, they threw a little references to Biggs and the Dreamcast. I forgot about that." She's like, "Who's Biggs?" That guy right there. You don't know Biggs? She's like, no, I don't know who Biggs. How the hell do you not know Biggs? How do you not know? And she's like, well, I, I, I played Sonic Adventure. Like, he was never in it. I was like, and I had to look it up. I was like, oh, because he's not on the GameCube. And I played the Dreamcast they cut, version. They, cut, they did cut some things in the GameCube version, which, again, is why, despite it's the version that I played and prefer in a lot of ways, um, it is, it is, there's a reason why it was actually received lower than the Dreamcast version. Also, it was a multiple. It was two-year-old game at the time. Uh, yeah. The game had already been out, Look. and so a lot of its flaws that maybe at launch people were like, "Oh, it's fine," but a few years later, sitting on them, you might not be as kind to it. Weirdly, this might be what the whole purpose behind our podcast is. Yeah. How do you rule <laughs> a game years later? <laughs> uh, well, it's just it's it, it's interesting. Like I know you guys are reading a lot of this stuff from like you know different sources you read, which which is great. I mean, there's more information than what I knew. Like, I'm pulling from, like, what what I lived at the time, because, like, mm -hmm. all my friends were hardcore Sonic fans. Like, mm. even my cousin, like, that was the whole reason why he bought the Dreamcast. And I just remember going to visit him so that we could, like, play Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 and stuff. <laughs> Dreamcast was a great system. Yeah. The Dreamcast was a really good system if you like those arcade kind of games. Yep. But it was also a really good system that was easy to pirate mm -hmm. and... Didn't have a DVD player. Well, didn't I, have a DVD player, and I mean, it was it was it was the first to go online. It was the first system that went had an online setup. Well, the first, yeah, first home console that did. Was when did PS2 come out? It was uh, PS2 had to add it later. PS2 added it as a response to the Xbox. The uh, 
Because PS2 did get the feature, but they added it later. What about the NES? <laughs> <laughs> it, NES had a, a yeah, dial-up capabilities. There were dial-up capabilities on that one. So did the Genesis. The Dreamcast had the, the first oh. setup in the system. The That's, Genesis did have the Sega channel. So mm -hmm. if you if you flip over the bottom of the NES, you'll see like this weird sort of like block patch in there. And it's because that was meant to be removed, and you could put in a network adapter. In oh, wow. And so you could take it online. But it never really made it to the U.S., but it, its popularity was mostly in Japan. I collect a lot of, like, retro stuff, too. So. Japan gets all the cool stuff. Because, yeah. uh, uh, obviously, the Dreamcast yeah. was the first to have an in uh, a uh, console-based MMO. And game updates. Let's not forget that. Mm -hmm. Like, they were the first one the to Dreamcast do game was, updates the, for online. The Dreamcast was ahead of its time. And a lot of its features would later be utilized on the Xbox. Yes. Uh, as the Xbox was creating, f making their things. And in a lot of ways, it's, it's why the Xbox survived or, you know, was able to become the juggernaut that it was. Funny you should mention that. Uh, there was at one point um, when the Xbox was coming out and the dream, when the Dreamcast was kind of on its way out that Sega tried to make a deal with uh, Microsoft mm -hmm. to try to make the Xbox that. backwards compatible with the Dreamcast. Yep. I remember that. Because, and, and the big thing, you know, talking about the console wars that it came from this and all other things, is the fact that this game, that Sonic Adventure 2, would be playable on a Nintendo. As yeah, someone who huge. grew up in the, t in the time of the Nintendo-Sega rivalry yeah. and everything on that, the fact that the moment the Dreamcast died, they immediately were like, hey, Nintendo, can we port our systems over, our games over to your system? Is that the first? Were, those the, was, were Adventure DX and Adventure yeah. 2 Battle the first ones? Yep, it was, yep. They because were the they, they had to quickly... Basically, <laughs> Sega had to, had to make a quick decision of, all right, we are probably out of the console market forever, or at, you know, at this point now it looks like forever. Who knows? There's every year there's a rumor coming. Oh, they're they're thinking about getting back in the console. They talk probably about not. But uh, Dreamcast too, baby. To become a uh, a software <laughs> only, to become a software only, this came to the GameCube, and then they started poor, they started uh, making games for all systems. But yeah, it was like to immediately make a deal with Nintendo was just like mind blowingly crazy because of all of the advertising and the fighting that came from Sega versus Nintendo back in the day, the Genesis, uh, the first uh, console wars. And it, you know, you hear a lot of like the console wars. Now that people are very, very stuck in whatever console they want to play. Mm -hmm. It has nothing on just the hilariousness of the way people treated the Genesis versus the Super Nintendo. Well, oh, the commercials around that time were fantastic. Yeah. They, they had literally a lot uh, of times them fighting. <laughs> people died in the streets over this. Yeah, the Genesis does what Nintendo Ten don't. don't. Yeah. Yeah. That was... But, but I, I would like, speaking of which, I, I know I'm interrupting, but I also have to make a correction of something you guys said in one of your earlier oh, episodes. What we... you, so you said that the Genesis has better graphics. It does not actually have better graphics hmm. than the Super Nintendo. The Super Nintendo has the better graphics. I don't remember card. us even saying that. The, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, what the fuck episode was that? Uh, I, I it might have been like the, episode... the movie podcast, the movie episode. It might have been. It might have been. Because we were talking. Yeah, uh, I, can't, I can't remember. So the, the difference was, if I remember right, the, the, the clock speed of the Genesis was faster Fast. than the Nintendo. So they were able to, like, Play games at a higher frame rate mm -hmm. and play games at a higher speed was just kind of how you get Sonic. And then didn't didn't um, the Genesis have a have a bigger uh, color palette? Because the uh, the Super Nintendo could only do sixteen colors. Yeah, right? it's it's because they um, well eventually they so it was also a sixteen bit system, but they did have a thirty two bit adapter. That's right. Um, and the CD. 
Yeah, that that mm. was a later, but that only attached to the master system, oh, which wasn't like as common. So the, but yeah, the the <clears throat> the problem was that the, so they moved from those uh, what are they called the RF cables to like a super component cable with the thirty two bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, the biggest problem they had is it it required a thousand fucking cables to use because you you needed you needed a power cable. And you needed the RF adapter for the Sega Genesis. Then you needed a power adapter and an S video cable for the for the 32-bit. So you had like more than like twice the amount of Just cables. Just the way going you're in. describing it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, it was a uh, nightmare. Yeah, <laughs> look, I have both of them. If you ever want to see them, I can bring them in. Look, you oh, ever just I have all of it. Look, you ever want like a good. Uh, breakdown of those just watch the avgn episode on the 32x or whatever it is yeah yes because that's that's a very good it, uh, it really is just how much bullshit was behind that so that that was where they could go up to like 32 bit but like nintendo had the better graphics and the better sound card oh yeah mm. oh yeah it was, it was, you could tell the difference between the super sound, nintendo and the genesis the sound card is the yeah. the only real difference was the processor clock speed of the sega genesis that's what made it there was faster. also the element with the sega genesis uh and this is not necessarily with the genesis versus nintendo but what they were willing to show and because uh, Sega went more with the mature audience and a lot of those sort of things, they also did a lot of the the Mortal Kombat photorealistic graphics and you know photorealistic over kind of no. setup on those things, which now did not age as well. But at the time, you're like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Those are better graphics, but also <laughs> just like so, you're also talking about the ports, but like mm -hmm. so when they developed those originally, they were for arcade, mm -hmm. and if you ever played the arcade version of them, they look phenomenal fantastic just unbelievably good oh, yeah but yeah the, the ports didn't quite translate over as well yeah, but I, just... I also think it, this is a good time to talk about one of the important development things of sonic adventure 2 okay which is a the game was designed to run at 60 frames per second so i don't know if like a lot of games like modern games will run at 30 frames per second um you hear some things about like with the PS5 and such, that they're able to do like a performance mode of 60 frames per second. But they actually were so much reliant on the 60 frames per second for Sonic Adventure 2, they actually tied the game speed. So like they developed it for the game speed to be at 60 frames per second. So if you ever play the game in a lower frame rate, Sonic and everybody else are slower than shit. Really? <laughs> like, and I and just as like a, a, a demonstration, like this is one of the cool things about being able to play it on the Steam Deck is you can limit the frame rate. Oh, really? And you can see the difference. But the clock is still moving on it, so like the time is all moving up at the top and everything. Yeah, so the, the game's top. moving is normal. It's just the game speed is actually slower. Oh dear. But yeah, yeah. Thirty, 30 right yeah. here. So this is the first level. Oh jeez. It's like that is. That's. Ridiculous. No, it's so. That's significantly. Yeah, so that's what I mean by like they tied the game speed to it. So you up it to like sixty where it's designed, so you can see the yeah, sixty right there. Yeah, there it is. There it is. It's sixty. And then yeah, it's at the right speed. That's how fast it's supposed yeah, to, yeah, which which is, is uh, supposed to be. Which is, I think, yeah. probably a way they were trying to uh, push uh, the feeling of speed in a, a yes. game because as we've talked about, that the first adventure at times feels slow. It was that was a unique thing that they were trying to and do to make sure. If anybody's played, obviously the Genesis games, Sonic is fast. 
Oh, my yeah. favorite part of the new movie, uh, the the second movie, is the fact that he's running through the temple and not ignoring everything, just going through fast. Because that's how I played Sonic games. Yeah, and and Sonic Sonic has always like been fast, but that was one way to like they tied it to that to basically I don't want necessarily want to tr- tr- say trick, but they took advantage of a particular thing that like the Dreamcast was able to do mm-hmm. uh, to, to make in you order feel to speed. make you feel it faster because like. I don't know if you've ever played even like uh, like the Spider-Man uh, game that came out. They did like a PS5, like an enhanced edition. Mm-hmm. You can set the the game to 60 frames, and it makes you feel like he's like swinging through faster. It's because the frames are moving mm-hmm. smoother. So they they tied, they made it faster by uh, tying like that that like double speed that Sonic's doing. To make him also appear smooth in the process, which is why it's really damn good. This game yeah. doesn't drop frames. They did some really oh, ingenious programming stuff to make it look the way it does. Albeit that also, I don't know if that would tie to it, but the the speed of this game and it feels great. But that's also where some of the platforming problems come into this mm, game. Yes, uh, there are times where you feel like you're on ice. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and the platforming elements of the game. Some of it, and as a lot of the reviews at the time are, it's is, is, some of it's just because the camera is just not good at it's all. It it, it 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 doesn't let you My move all the way. My biggest problem is with the targeting system. It, yes. it, it, the targeting, the targeting system. They, like most of the platforming is pretty much centered around it, and it is mm-hmm. it, it's. It just doesn't, it's inaccurate. Specifically with, like, Sonic and Shadow. The targeting I, system, when you're, like, having to platform up and, like, do that zoom dash, yeah, it just I, blows monkey chunks. One of, one of my, one of the biggest <laughs> issues that I had is with the, the levels closer to the end that are more, uh, like, grind, yes. centered, that are centered around the grinding, grinding mechanic in the game. We gotta it's go just, climb up to where the grinds are. Yeah, and then... Mother... And, like, the... <laughs> The, the 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 rails that you got to grind on are like that small, and you you the moving is so yeah. and your hitbox to get on the grind the the, the rail is very small. Drop it down and you can to miss thirty it. frames per second. You'll be and fine. You'll be, <laughs> play the game in uh, yeah. slow motion. That'll I also noticed uh, uh, specifically on the boss the bo- I noticed the most on the boss the egg go- Eggman Golem the Golem. The egg golem. Oh my and I noticed God. that like uh, the problem that is a lot of the camera and you can't there, but when I make the correct jump. And I would do it to get over there. I would still slide at the end of it just enough because I'm going fast enough to try to run around because you're trying to avoid mm-hmm. attacks and run. That the the platforming you you still slide too much. You still move too much. I should be able to hit my and move and move. Which is uh, it's kind of hilarious that it's that that is one of both the most pain the ass and easiest bosses in the game. Yeah, <laughs> depending it's the on one the story. It's the shortest it's, one. It's too. the one that you that requires the most platforming and it has the. Wor- I spent 16 minutes on that bus. <laughs> I was on, on one and a half. life. On one life. I never died. I never died. died. Yes, yeah, same. It was 11 and a half. I will admit, I, I died once because of the BS platforming. But then, like, after that, I was like, oh, I got this. I never died I was on like, it, I figured it out after that. And but I was it's, like, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. like four or five minutes. It's hilarious that, yeah, as Sonic, it's a pain in the ass. Like, everyone knows it's a pain in the fucking ass boss. Arguably the worst one in the game. As Eggman, it's a breeze because literally yeah, all you do is, is shoot. shoot. Yeah, okay. all you do is so press So to be the fair, I was playing as Eggman, so I mean, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah that's Eggman. The, try doing that boss as Sonic. Yeah, the Sonic boss you makes pull it a lot harder because as Sonic, you have to platform your way up and hit it, which is why. Look, I'm not saying the Dark Story is overall the better story, but it has the better version of that boss fight 
because it, it has Sonic jumping up, slow motion, kicking the thing to control its head and going, teddy yeah. One of the oh, things yeah. that's really cool about this game, and this is kind of moving over a little bit, is that at the time, obviously, you know, we're coming off of Mario 64, Sonic Adventure, the more open uh, wander around platformers are becoming popular. And uh, obviously adventure kind of is kind of that. Yep. Getting away from that, but still keeping your environments looking so good. Even the bad levels when I'm around in these levels, I'm, I, I'm just in awe of how cool the level design is in this. Oh, yeah. Some of them haven't aged, like some of the graphics on it haven't, haven't necessarily aged as great, but all of the level designs are really cool. I, I would still say it levels great. And, and maybe that's because I'm playing on PC. That's like, It still looks good. No, it still looks like, good. Because I, I was playing it on the GameCube. It looks good. It, you know, Some of them have just like, you know, you're like, okay, that does look like a 2000s, but that doesn't mean it's bad. The only thing that I feel like is 2000s is like, A, the soundtrack. And oh my God. But the soundtrack is good. <laughs> not, yeah, but, but it's also the soundtrack of that particular time period. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is, I mean, why it's good because it's, I mean, part of it's nostalgia um, the other part but, is because it's fucking good. Yeah, but <laughs> the other thing is, like, on the PC, you can play it at 1080p. Mm -hmm. So it looks, I mean, it looks great. <laughs> but, but, like, I mean, even the infuriating levels, like the Knuckles and the Rouge levels, it can be oh, just yeah. at oh. times. Well, it's because, like, camera angles really yes. haven't developed. I, I would argue at that particular time, like, game, game development... Game development has come a really long oh, way. They're, like, they're camera angles has been the bane of game development until mm -hmm. maybe 2014? Yeah, very recently. So, very recently. Especially for 3D platformers and especially around this era, just but if you the camera just was not good. But if you and compare like, it to like film, like the history of film, when you look at like mm -hmm. how, how even they developed from you know, black and white to color to silence to talking and all those things, mm -hmm. and you had to evolve your t storytelling, and and some of that like being able to tell stories is you know camera angles, cinematography has the same thing, but you look at where they were in say like the 1920s and where we are now, and you compare that to like where video games have been in like gameplay storytelling and where they're at now. Like, Sonic Adventure 2 is a pretty good sweet spot of, mm -hmm. you are trying some new things that a lot of people have built upon, and we've gotten to this awesome spot in video games because you took the balls to do what you did. That's mm -hmm. very fair. Yeah, this is a very... Yeah. Oh, yeah, and again, the, the, my, my, my biggest problem with the camera is that when I try to look around, it it goes back. It just like, I, right I, back. I just I want to be able to spin or mold around. And there had been games at the time that did allow you to do full 360 spins and look at everything around you, and it stayed on it. Uh, Mario 64. I, Mario 64, Spiral the Dragon are the two that I like a lot of those things. But it, 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 it doesn't mean that, like, the levels... It, it's not bad enough that the levels are unplayable at times. Mm -hmm. Like, there, there are moments where you just... You have to take leaps of faith, uh, you know, because you can't turn the camera, which is actually in certain levels, actually really conducive to the experience mm -hmm. because, you know, you're, you're like, okay, I probably wouldn't actually be able to see whatever is all this yeah, in there. So yeah. uh, it can also be very, very infuriating. The space levels, for example. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the camera is an absolute yeah. detriment to the game at Mad, times in those. Yeah, Mad Space and Meteor yeah. Hurt, the, the, all the Knuckles and Rouge levels, honestly. It's funny because they're the arguably I, my favorite characters in the game. I love to, Knuckles. To be fair, and I also didn't like the Knuckles levels in the first Sonic Adventure either. They're, I didn't fetch <laughs> levels. I didn't yeah. mind them in the first Sonic Adventure because one, they're a lot smaller. Like they're a lot smaller, and the radar 
fucking works. Because in SA2, it's locked to whichever emerald piece. Like, it's locked to one, two, three. In the original adventure, you can Just locate... any of them. Yeah. yeah. But in this one, you can search the whole last level, find the first one, and, and then, then have go to go back, back and not realize that you missed like, it. Yeah, motherfuck. <laughs> it, it is definitely that way, that way. I mean, and I will say that in the Knuckles levels and the Ruse levels, the camera bothers me the least in those levels. It's more of just how they're set up. Yeah. Uh, actually, where the camera bothered me the most is in the Tails and the Eggman levels because that's hmm. where I noticed the camera locking in certain parts. I'm like, I need to go. I want to go back. So there's a there's a Tails point where you're going. And you have a split, uh, a split in the road, and you need to go this way. And if you mm-hmm. go this way, the the highway falls down, and you realize you can't jump over that. Mm-hmm. And you need to go back, and there is a a power up. But to go back and get the power up, the camera will never let you go behind and find it, oh, so you can never actually yeah. look so, at the power so up. So you have to run towards. You have the to camera. run, and you have to hope that it actually is there, or there's and something yeah. there. And that ability, the ability, because. The levels are made that you need to sometimes go back and forth a little bit, go backwards, but the camera is only going down, like you're going down a hallway and you're not allowed to turn around and go back the other yeah, way, the despite the level design telling you to go back the other invisible way. Invisible wall cameras really bothered me. Yeah. Like, and that's, but that's also not just a Sonic Adventure oh, it's not. 2 thing. It's, it, that, that's honestly like a game development thing that happened at that particular time. Mm-hmm. You know, Laura Croft had the same oh, issues yeah. with that Tomb Raider well. has miserable camera work in the old yeah. games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, 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 We've referenced it a few times in there as uh, the, the old Tomb Raider games. Maybe we will eventually play them, but we referenced a couple times. Those games haven't aged particularly well because of their camera and controls, but they still are good games. <laughs> well, yeah, and that, that's the other thing is like button, button presses, like response times, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would say have changed. Like I, I think, feel like everyone sort of expects a different response time now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I feel like the PC makes up a l- for a little bit of this des- deficit being able to have more instantaneous I, I don't know. I button presses. I didn't really get that much controller delay when I was playing Same. it. Same. But that could also be because, look, I'm not going to answer the question now because it's not the end of the podcast. <laughs> Probably not by a long shot. We could talk about this. <laughs> but um, yeah. but um, there's a lot of, especially with older games, there's the distinction, has this game aged poorly with controls and everything, or am I just bad? With this game, I'm just fucking bad. I am <laughs> trash at SA2. I would, yeah, I would actively admit that I'm bad too. Uh, I was willingly uh, streamed my badness to the world, so That's, you know what that people could literally watch me be bad. I, I, got, I feel I like got I did see, pretty well. I, I got to see, I got to see you spend 30 minutes on the Rouge level. 38. Minutes and then Thomas is like, you know, why don't you just reset the level? You can start back over and look for him. And I'm like, all right, we're gonna do this. I don't reset th- the level, and I found all three in three minutes. Yeah, I don't think I ever. F- I, I don't think I ever spent that much time on any level. Yeah, uh, like, average was for me was about for every level was about ten to twelve minutes on a level. Mm. Uh, was about four on it. You know, oh, there was a few see, that my, I went quite a bit faster on, and there's a few I went quite. I'd a bit say longer. my average is. Probably between seven and eight minutes. Uh, yeah, probably around seven to eight for some levels. The Sonic and Shadow levels obviously go by faster. Mm-hmm. Even if I am still, look, Sonic's jungle level, I forget what it's called, Green Forest or whatever. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. Like, that's <laughs> not a, I'm bad at that level. That it's a kick ass. That's an easy level. Come on. I now. mean, those early Sonic levels <laughs> and Shut some the of those. Fuck <laughs> 
motherfucking go vacation ass. That's an easy level. That's go vacation. A good game. I uh, I. You're never gonna live that down, are you? I'm not. Until the next time that they make us play a Wii game. To go back to what Thomas is saying, though, uh, I think something about like the early Sonic and Shadow levels, especially the early Sonic levels, though, they are very much built like classic Sonic levels in that there's lots to do in the levels, but if you just want to run through the level as fast as you can, you can do that. Now, the later Sonic and Shadow levels, the game slows down quite a bit and are more precision, Um. uh, but the early ones are built that way. Uh, and then the Rouge and Knuckles levels are very much built in, at the time, what uh, platforming was. That's why the camera, I think, does work a little better, because they are meant more wide open. And then the... It did have a kind of a Banjo-Kazooie feel It does, to very it. much. It I, was gonna say, I was going to say uh, Donkey Kong Country, so rare. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, or Donkey Kong uh, 64, mm-hmm. rare uh, on that. And then the uh, Tails and the uh, Eggman levels are more of like the hallway walking down it. That's why the camera is at its absolute worst, I feel, in those, because you are going, it is a trying to be a straight, despite the fact that they tell you to go back several times. It's a lot of just you're going down yeah, a hallway. There was legit, it, I, I love the level. I love the first Eggman level. Oh, you're just destroying Eggman, a, a, a yeah. military base. It's yeah, awesome. The, the first Eggman level is great, but there was a moment where I'm just standing there and the gate's not opening, and I'm like, I've destroyed all the enemies. What's going on? You have to go so back jump, and get that rocket. Yeah, so I'm jumping up. <laughs> I, not the rocket, no. Okay, I actually knew that one. That. Although that that was one where I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. But that was only like five seconds before I realized it. This is a whole 30 seconds. I'm jumping around. Where the fuck do I go? What do I do? And there's one enemy in the corner because the camera hit it. And I was like, fuck. That me. happens a lot of them. Uh, yeah, that happened a lot to me. Uh, in Especially in the Sonic in space level that controls oh, the, uh, the door. Oh, no, it's yeah. a, the mad... What the hell is it? Mad... No, Mad Gear's Sonic Four. If you want, if you want a game is... that's basically like the Doctor Robotnik levels but better, <laughs> um, it's uh, Project Number Three on the GameCube. Uh, yeah, that game was good. It's, it's, it's very similar to that Doctor Robotnik type oh, of yeah. gameplay. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it was it was designed as a um, uh, uh, not quite a rail shooter, but like a third person shooter game mm-hmm. with a strong female protagonist. It was a fun that, game. It was like P- Bayonetta before Bayonetta. Piano three. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. yeah Project Piano number three. three. It's a good game. Uh, so kind of kind of going back to like. Uh, how this game works in the sort of technological advances that you were bringing up earlier. I want to. I want to discuss the cutscenes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, credit. Hold on. Credit where credits due. This was the first Sonic game to incorporate mocap, and from my understanding, it's also the only Sonic game to incorporate <laughs> mocap. Yes. And you know for for what it is that's that's a pretty big deal i think to yeah. incorporate mocap in video games that hadn't really been touched on that being said these cutscenes are probably some of the worst cutscenes ever in any video game they're uh, somehow worse than in one in i heavily one. fucking disagree <laughs> i wouldn't call them worst like, ever but they aren't good and some of that's also just because the sound mixing is sound really bad oh, the sound mixing's yeah, got I'll, off I'll give you not only is, it, is the sound mixing bad this is also kind of part of that the the animations are synced up with the japanese dub yes. well, that's normal. so you're constant yeah. but you're then you're constantly getting like Characters' lines reading in a reading, like they keep interrupting each other. Mason yeah. has not played many Japanese games for the time of that because I was going to say, say. <laughs> now graphically, yes, there there are a lot of things. In that, considering that literally 
the same year this was released, or even the year before, Final Fantasy X came out on the PS2, and is just so much better graphically, uh, oh, especially yeah, in yeah. cutscenes, even oh, though yeah. it does have a lot of the same lip flap issues, uh, and, and not fully syncing up with the voices. My problem with the cutscenes in this game at times was that everything goes really fast, and it's it's a blink and you can miss something really easily uh, during the cutscenes, uh, where a lot of other games would uh, instead of, would try to slow down their cutscenes a bit to tell the story. They're like, oh, no, but, you, but you'd have to go down to thirty frames per second to do that. Exactly. <laughs> See, okay, I I do agree that the sound mixing and the cutscenes are bad. I don't. I still I, love the cutscenes. I was gonna say I don't really care. Look, <laughs> one of my favorite bits in all of Sonic is a really small bit from one of these cutscenes. And it's just, it is the Egg Golem boss fight, which we've established is not a good boss fight. But, you know, Eggman is like, ah, Sonic, I'm going to kick your fucking ass with the Egg Golem <laughs> I think or the whatever. Line is and he like, uses those exact words, too. No, no, I, think, I think the actual line is, I'm, I'm going to take your life as well as the Chaos Emeralds, which is That's like, right. Jesus yeah. Christ. Look, it's Eggman has some pretty, like, menacing lines in the adventure He holds series. the President of the United States hostage. <laughs> which, he holds Amy at gunpoint. But, but and then he yells happen. at you, he's like, Sonic, get across my level and come find Amy. Why are you taking so long? I'm like, well, you designed this labyrinth he, he of a place. Yeah, he straight you up got says, the gun, just shoot her He already. straight up says, like, Sonic, if you don't come here soon, Amy will die. But, I'm but like, see, gravity is hard! But, <laughs> that's, but, but that's, again, like, being someone from the comics, like, that's totally <laughs> germane with his character. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at this point, he's, I, I think he's already tried to unleash uh, uh, Ixus uh, Nagus, mm -hmm. which is just a horrible villain. Like, I, I'm, by horrible, I mean, like, arguably more dangerous than Eggman. Oh, and, yeah. and Eggman, <laughs> like... Takes a step back, like, oh, I done fucked up. It's kind of, it's kind of like what they would but, do in Sonic Heroes with the, uh, the, um, the giant uh, when Metal Sonic turns into the dra the giant. Well, Ixus, yeah, Ixus Nagus is like this fucking wizard dude. Yeah, uh, he's is he like a troll or something? Like, what the fuck is uh, he? <laughs> I don't know. He's he's also got a hook for a hand. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like these comics are weird. But, but that's the thing is like great, when you when straight. I like but coming that, from. Like as a, as like as a kid, I, I've had a hard time parsing out like what I know versus like what I'm experiencing and what other people are experiencing. As an adult, I feel like I'm not necessarily great at it, but a little bit better at it. And being able to look back at that and go like, oh, like I really integrated those two stories, which makes my experience very different from mm -hmm. everybody else. But, and again, like. Look, you say the SA1 cutscenes are better than this game. I no. No, no, no. I'm They're saying SA SA Oh yeah, SA SA1 is better. That is what I said. No. Yeah, I agree. No. I, I think that. No. I just I you, there you can't have a wrong opinion, but that is a wrong opinion. <laughs> <laughs> They're just Wait, let's let's you can have a wrong opinion. Like let's just say that. You Look. can't have Look, if there's objectivity, if like your you opinion can, is that these cutscenes are that, <laughs> look, that's not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to bully Mason. I'm honestly not. But at the same time, Until the SA1. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's. Look, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. How did, how's your gut feel? Are you get punched yet? Yeah, I'm starting. But look, the, but look, the SA1 cutscenes aren't good. No, because the fact yeah. is, they have like these fucking Muppet mouths in that. 
Like, they have these big-ass fucking Muppet mouths in the cutscenes in SA1. Yeah, the, and I they, do remember I just, the mouths being They just don't weird. look good. I'm sorry. In, in like, SA2, the mouth work, I, 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 I commented a bunch while, while playing it uh, on the stream and everything. The, uh, the lip flaps actually aren't awful on, like, Sonic and Shadow. Uh, and they're okay, really but Tails... I don't think they could figure out how to get because he has the longer nose and everything. Like they could figure out how the mouth. So his mouth opens up to like a big circle and then down and a big circle and, and then, then down. down. Yeah. And it looks like he's trying to suck someone's face off as he talks. Hey, don't knock it till you tried it. That's fair. What? What? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, like there. That was very out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, like uh, the SA the SA one cutscenes. They do have some bits I like. Like, I like that Sonic and a lot of the characters have fangs. Mm -hmm. I know that's yeah. a thing that they do have in this game, but I like that they have fangs. But this game, I just think the cutscenes are better because of the mocap. Like, is it perfect? No, and I will oh. give you that. But again, one of my favorite bits, after Eggman brings out the egg golem, is like, I'm going to kill you, Sonic. Haha, -ha, I'm the fat fuck, and that's what I am. I am the fat fuck. I got the ass <laughs> Uh, Sonic, like, Sonic, like, does this Bruce Lee nose wipe and does, like, the, the stance. And I'm like, that's Sonic. That's, yeah. I love that yeah. shit, you know? Like, it, it's. <laughs> well, I, I, so maybe what we're parsing out is, like, the, the, the actual, like, substance of the cutscenes is really good. Mm -hmm. But, but. What we're maybe talking about is maybe like technicality. The, the presentation. Yeah. Yeah. The presentation. Yeah. Think, the technicality of of it isn't necessarily where it combining could combining the presentation with like this. It's like watching a Bruce Lee movie performed by um, mascots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, not gonna a, lie. I'm would going watch. to watch. I was gonna say, not gonna lie. I'll give you that I if only because I that. want to watch chibi? that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's what it's like. That is what it's like. I. I will give you that, if only because now I want to see, like, Grizzy, the mascot, doing, like, Bruce Lee-ass moves in the movie. <laughs> now, what, what you need, really need to do, if you want that, if you, you got to go all the way back to, like, uh, was it, like, issue six of Sonic the Hedgehog in the comics, where they actually have, like, a very brief Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover? Yeah, they oh, do. The, That's funny. They do, because Archie, <laughs> Archie owned both comic lessons. At the time. And, so, and yeah. I, I remember wow. that. There's just, like, a one panel where all four turtles, like, are, like, hey, man, I think we're in the wrong, wrong comic strip. <laughs> I, I was going to say, because Sonic, really Sonic's running in the sewers, because I think yes. I've read this issue. He's running in the sewers, and he's like, I got to get back to Princess Sally and all that. And the turtles yep. are just in the background, like, yep. dude, I think we're in the wrong comic. Like, yep. It's a great, like, it's a a great cameo. What was in this pizza? <laughs> uh, one of the things that I noticed while, while playing through this game is... The lack of genitalia and the furry implements in them. I, I really thought that's where you're going. Is that like, also is that also how you watch the new Planet of the Apes as well? You know, you're wondering, hey, where are the, where no, are the no, monkey balls? There is. A, yeah, John the, just John the just most watched. Rule Thirty Four stuff is for Sonic. That's fair. That's fair. It's uh, almost invented force. So Sonic uh, Adventure 2 Battle, people watch this and they're like, all right, the internet's here now. We, we're just getting DSL. Let's go. We're going to... Many fan fictions were born. Deviant art blew up. Look as, soon, look, as soon as Rouge got announced, it was like, what the fuck? What's happening? <laughs> Rouge's design is just so ludicrous. Like, yeah. I, I actually like her as a character. Like, she's a, a good antithesis to Knuckles. Oh, I love uh, Rouge Legitimately is. But God, the design in this game specifically, she's nine-tenths boobs. 
Well, you know that's. And sometimes the animation doesn't always isn't always there, like in the or the design isn't always there, and they did. It, it, you know, she's just like all boobs in a shot, and I'm like, oh, so what? Again, she was introduced in the comics beforehand, so like my introduction was her was this again very voluptuous character in the comics that I was like. Ooh, <laughs> who's there? Ah, so that's where all the fanfics came from. Uh, it's just John. But uh, I think... If you listen closely as John is flipping through pages, some of them are about to sound very sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn it. Oh, you know, God. for them not... Right. For me not having these, like, bagged and boarded at the time, I feel like I kept them in pretty good condition. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, Kleenexes. Um... So, uh, uh, speaking of Rouge, oh. while I while I have, uh, just kind of a fun fact: Rouge was not her original name. Originally, she was not going to be a counterpart to Knuckles, but Tails, at least I in name, that. and it was going to be her name was going to be Nails. Like, oh yeah, uh, I, do that. I will I will say thank God they changed it mm-hmm. to be Knuckles and Rouge because that is legit my favorite relationship in the Sonic series. But also, Shadow's name was originally different. Mm-hmm. It was. A Japanese name. Uh, I'm probably Evil Sonic. <laughs> Evil Sonic. <laughs> uh, I'm probably. So, uh, I'm probably pr- gonna. Wa- Walu Sonic. Yeah, yeah, wa- <laughs> yeah, Wanik. Jesus. Wanik. Uh, uh, I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. It was a Japanese name named Terios, which Terios. was derived from Terasu, which meant to compete with or shine on. Which, considering Shadow's character, yeah, it's actually a very decent name. That being said, thank God they changed it to Shadow, because imagine, like, uh, my name is Terasu the Hedgehog. What are you, a fucking soup? (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be, you know, know, I wonder if there was anything with, you know, Terry being a name in multiple fighting franchises. (laughs) No, Terry Bogart. (laughs) That might might be it. Might be something on it, but uh, I think that... You know, you're talking about the counterparts on this that uh, uh, Rouge versus uh, Knuckles, Sonic Shadow. I, while I like the levels and I like Tails in this game, he's a weird counterpart to Eggman as a character. Because Tails wasn't supposed to be Eggman's counterpart. That's, 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 Ta- that's yeah. Tails is Tails was added very late into development because that's, everybody. That's why his levels, I think, are probably yeah. slight knockoffs of the better Eggman levels. And that's very much it because Tails was not originally going to be in the game, but everyone lost their shit because well, you gotta play as Tails, and they're like, "Fuck!" So yeah. they just added him as a really quick Eggman. But but here's the thing: is it also like fell in line with how Tails is developed in the comics? Mm-hmm. That is fair. Uh, so like, yeah, it, it seems arbitrary, but at the same time, like for again for me it fell right in line because tails was already heading down that road of like trying to delineate himself from sonic because tails for a long time in the comics wanted to be a sonic clone Mm -hmm. and as he grew in the comics he's like no i'm a little bit more like technologically inclined and i'm really interested in making these machines which airplanes which worked i i think if they had had more like more characters more design on it I think if Tails had been more of actually his plane had been flying and they had more of a flight element to it, I think I would have uh, more I, have been like a lot of it like, in something. Honestly, there's yeah, early I, Rouge the Bat. Oh, wow, that is very different. I actually kind of like that design better because yeah. it's the white fur. Yeah. Well, Shadow I, has yellow fur in the comics for some reason and his chest. So that's oh, weird. yeah. Well, but, he's got to uh, have his chest hair. I but like uh, I he's think a I fooled adult boy. Look at me. <laughs> I think I think I also would have liked it like if Tails wasn't in the mech. 
Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to have him flying around, like, his SA1 levels where they're all races, but I know it's weird. This game from 2001, take notes from the 2022 movie, but, like, maybe it's give Tails, like, in color. Sonic the Hedgehog oh, yeah. 2 movie, give him a oh. fucking gun. Like, give him all these... Mm, also forget that Sonic and also, Tails is controls <laughs> really well when you go into the Chow world. You're not reading the comics. Yeah, because it, it's basically... Yeah. It's basically just... Because it's basically just as SA1. I, I, yeah, I, I noticed just how well Tails controls when you're in the Chow world. Like, uh, uh, he, he, he moves really well. His flight, everything like it. So like, part of me at play, and I goes, man, I kind of wish I got to control this character mm-hmm. in the game. It didn't have to be a Sonic clone running through fast, but like, because he controlled so well, that I was like, I really would have liked to see more of like actually playing as Tails instead of just stuck to a mech suit. Now on the opposite end of that, Eggman controls like ass in the child oh world and looks awful. He looks so, like a he looks uh, like a string puppet. He's so no, he looks he looks amazing. <laughs> I mean, I want to like, see Jim Carrey run like that. Out of, but. out of all the characters in the game, Doctor Eggman running in the child world is amazing. I, 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 in the KO world, looks the sexiest character ever. There's all a there's a just there's a mod that I saw that somebody took his model. In that world, and put it into a uh, city escape. Yeah, so you were he's going through just, city escape. So he's just yeah. running through city escape. Would play. Um, <laughs> it's great. So, but it, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, speaking of Eggman, yet another interesting development story. Kind of the last one I have. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> uh, I might remember one. <laughs> uh, there were originally only three playable characters in this game. Sonic. <laughs> Knuckles and Eggman. Shadow and Rouge were not going to be playable. And as I've said before, Tails wasn't going to be either. Now, I'm 80% certain... Certain? (laughs) Certain. Certain. Uh, We understand. Certain that uh, Shadow and Rouge, that changed very quickly. Very early on development. Because I cannot imagine... A Sonic Adventure 2 where you are not playing a Shadow. Oh no! But I can imagine it not playing as Tails because you can just see that though as they build the story. Yeah. Imagine if they started with City Escape. That's the first level they designed. I don't know if that is, but let's just imagine that for this scenario there. And then you see what Shadow's first level is, which is almost three Sonic levels later. uh, The first level on the way to design it. It does see like okay, and he only has I think one that feels like that run to the end. Uh, of it where Sonic has a bunch. So it could feel, it does feel like he was a later development add a bit. Maybe not super late, but like, okay, we're enough on the Sonic. Let's go to this. Eggman's levels obviously feel more developed than Tails' levels. Mm -hmm. And the Knuckles' levels, while there's not a tremendous delineation between Knuckles and Roos, the Knuckles' levels look better, like uh, the whole world, and they are consistently bigger than the Roos' levels. Well, I would also say that I know on levels like that, it's hard to have conveyance, but I will say the Knuckles levels feel like they have better conveyance than the Rouge yeah, levels. Yeah, they feel. They said uh, the, the, they feel like one of them was maybe developed a little later, so maybe mm-hmm. didn't have as much development time. And, and, convi- and I, I'm sure it wasn't like, oh my gosh, at the last minute they're adding Rouge. It doesn't feel like oh, that, but yeah, it does no. feel like one was maybe spent two plus years, and one maybe only was one and a half years. You know, yeah, it, something yeah. like that. Like I'm again, I am not saying that they were late additions at all, but mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just saying, very early on in development, like, first six months, if I had to guess. They're like, oh, well, to, maybe we should add some more characters yeah, to this. It, it was going to be just Sonic And it might be as they were kind of deciding, deciding out the story and how it played and what they were going to, as they were clearly trying to get a little bit away from the platforming of the time and trying to get more of the Sonic feel into the platforming, uh, which 
I will say, can you say, works most of the time. Like, yeah. yeah, most uh, of the time. It feels really good. This game is good. I know that we've kind of, there have been some nitpicks here and there, but this game <laughs> is really good. Look. But but Nick, our nitpicks are from like a modern context looking back. Yeah. Oh yeah, like oh, yeah. like if we're which is part of the fun of this yeah. podcast yeah. Like, is like modernly if, looking back at games. Like if we all went back to two thousand one, where I would be like six, Mason would be a sperm. <laughs> I would be negative two. Wait, seriously? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was fucking kidding. God no, damn yeah, it. I, I, I was born in 03. They wouldn't even be a sperm. The or funny thing is, yeah. So the, because uh, the, 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 what is it? The first one, the uh, Sonic Adventure came out on 2001 on the uh, uh, Dreamcast. And then it came out no. literally six months later on the GameCube. But again, wow. why, the whole reason why I played Sonic Adventure is because I read the comics which had the story laid out before the game came out. So how long between game. Sonic games was uh, uh, would have been Sonic CD to Sonic Adventure? Um, no, because... There, there's one in between, isn't there? There's... No, because uh, the, chrono- the, the release order was Sonic 1, Sonic 2, and Sonic CD came out around the same mm-hmm. time. And oh, that's right, Sonic, Sonic CD is before. Then, then it was Sonic 3 and Knuckles around 1994. And then there was just a bunch of spinoffs until Sonic Adventure. So that that's a pretty big gap between mainline stories. Hey man, so. don't you discount them Genesis games or no those uh, Game Gear games? So <laughs> the Sonic Game Gear games are dope. That you, uh, you yeah, pull it up and you can play for thirty machine. minutes before your batteries die. <laughs> that uh, thing sucks batteries my, like no lie. Yeah, but it and also then, had a backlight. Oh, I love. Yo. And and then and then you look Sonic Two on the Game Gear has one of. Arguably the most traumatic bad endings of all time, which if you've never seen it, uh, there's a good ending, bad ending, obviously. Good ending is where you get all the chaos emeralds. The bad ending, Sonic's just running alone after he beats Eggman, and he looks up to the stars, and Tails' face is just in the stars, and you're like, oh shit, did Tails fucking die? Oh what my god. <laughs> you're no like, way. And you're like, my wingman. There's <laughs> no what way. happened? <laughs> I mean, obviously, that bad ending is not canon, but it's also like, Tails, my bro, my buddy. I would really like to see just, like, a whole Tails game. I I think that's kind of going into the the way when I was playing this and running through uh, the the Chow world with uh, uh, Tails. I would, because he controlled really well. I would like, he actually, the way they had it set up, if you have a decent enough camera, legitimately, this Tails, the way it is, that's where the platforming would have really uh, worked. Fred, uh, we were talking about the Game Gear. There, is, there are two Tails games on the Game Gear. There's, really? I did yes, not know that. There's one, there's a one that's a very baby game. Uh, it's called Tails Sky Patrol. And then there is one Metroidvania. No, wait, Ooh. not Metroidvania-esque one. That's one of the design. It's one where Tails, you're actually going through this level by level with Tails' gadgets called Tails Adventure. I do remember that. Yeah. I think you can play them on the Sonic Gems collection if you want to pay 80 goddamn dollars well, for it. Well, I still have my Game Gear, so maybe oh. I'll go. Well, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. It, I thought it would be more expensive to find the original game than to find the Gems collection. I don't know. No, the Gems collection <laughs> is super Gem, rare. Gem, Gems oh, collection's man. like 80 bucks. If that, it might have gone up. Yeah, if they, thanks to my mom who was like, you know what? The Game Gear seems new enough. I want to go to Sears and buy that. <laughs> It's crazy. Mom, it's 2020. How, it's crazy <laughs> how the game. What's a Sears? Where, anyway, where'd you, where'd you find it? Uh, I was like, Sears? Wait, <laughs> Sears and games? <laughs> uh, fun story. I bought, uh, this is not related, but you brought it there. Stores that basically don't exist and where you bought video games. I bought my Donkey Kong Country, my copy of that, at a Kmart. 
for seventy-five dollars. Mm, God, Damn. Jesus, brand new. Wow. Well, my Game Gear cost two hundred when it came out. Sega platforms, <laughs> Sega games were known as being kind of expensive, especially there. Saturn mean, is really dude, known. We had tons of them. the Power Ranger game on that was dope. <laughs> uh, look, so, go to go to Japan if you want Saturn games, because <laughs> in Japan, I've told Sean this hundreds of times, but it's one of my favorite stories. In Japan, the Saturn was super popular, so yep. they made a shit ton of games. So if you want uh, Panzer Dragoon collection in the U.S., it is like $1,200. In Japan, it's like 50 <laughs> Dude, Panzer Dragoon is the stuff. <laughs> so kind of bringing it back to the ma- the original topic. Hey, we're still this. on Sega. Give us a break. It seems, <laughs> like, seems like many rabbit holes ago. <laughs> I want to. I want to talk more. I just. I just want to talk more about something that we kind of brought up, kind of closer to the beginning. Can we talk about the music? Yes. I oh, want to yeah. talk more about the music. No, I don't want to talk about that. Let's move on. Let's oh come on! No, <laughs> it's just like the. It's like the best part of this of this game. Is John was moving game. around at the speed of sound. Uh, got places to go. <laughs> Gotta follow his rainbow. We're sticking with this rainbow, all right? I want to talk. I want. Nope. Nope. Oh, go for it, Mason. Give, give us. Give oh us your soundtrack. Because. There's just something about the way that every single song works, A, within the context of the level, and B, as a song by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, oh, man. And, and then using those themes too. from yeah, the and, songs, yeah, exactly. and using those themes from the songs to then develop some of your level music and things from that, from it, that while they're not the exact same, but using elements of it to keep every level from those, those you know, what, nine or ten songs that they based around it, as your level themes and your things like that works really, really well. And, You're always into it. And the fact of the matter is the levels, I mean, not all of them, but the character levels, the music is He's defined on a character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sonic's music, it's rock. I mean, four, uh, two-thirds of the stages in this game is rock music. But yeah. Uh, Sonic's is very kind of fast-paced, kind of brighter rock, if that makes any sense, whereas Shadow's yeah, is a, a lot, lot more darker. darker. Well, you got, lot... You got, one is more like, um, oh, sort of like a hair metal rock is kind of what Sonic's is. So you get a lot of the more like those hi-hats and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas opposed to Shadow's is a little bit more slightly like heavy metal kind of yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, of... Egg, Eggman's has kind of a techno metal yeah. vibe to it, yeah. mm-hmm. which Tails does too, but I'm... I, again, view that as him being a very late development thing. <laughs> Tails also has the very, very upbeat music, the very, very, like, even yeah. though the song yeah. is like, you're saying some depressing lyrics in here, but you're <laughs> saying it happily, so it must be happy, right? <laughs> when I'm alone in my bed, I just can't help wishing, oh, I, God. <laughs> but it's like, said it in happily, like, look, at it's like an anime opening team, but like, all, like, murders are happening. <laughs> so, wh- one of my favorite aspects of the, of the, um, uh, Sonic Adventure 2 music, and really for both uh, the, uh, this and the first adventure as well, is that this, um, the uh, these two games birthed the introduction of uh, the music group uh, called Crush 40. Yes. That was uh, uh, Jun, uh, Jun Tsunoi, the lead sound director's group that produced the music mm-hmm. through this era. And, and the, where, the, where the name came from is my favorite part, is because around the times that those games were coming out, Jun Tsunoi turned 40, and he was like, I'm going to crush 40. And, I was like, and I'm like, yes, I love that. Oh, that's great. It's a with, good name. With Johnny G- G- uh, G- Gargano? Something like that. Is, yeah, is yeah Johnny G. Johnny G. Uh, yeah, is the... He, he's the lead vocalist. Fuck me, that man. 
That man that can man sing. So that man can sing. That guy's got that man. Pipes. That man has not lost a step. And not only that, but Jun Sonoe is a guitar Jun god. Jun Sonoe is a god on guitar. He's fantastic. Like, look, Team Sonic Racing is not the best kart racer ever, but listen to that soundtrack. Not only yes. does it have the first original Crush 40 song in years, Green Light Ride, which is very good, but Jun Sonoe remixes like every track in that game. Perfection. I would argue Team Sonic <laughs> Racing is better than the other two racing games that Sonic has out. I, I'm just saying, like, like it's, it's but a compared one that to probably be crucified around, yeah. for that because people are like, well, I like Transform. Like, I feel like Team Racing has better control. I mean, I like Team Racing a lot, but I also think it, it easily it came out at the wrong time and the online was just not good. And that's what a racing game lives and dies on nowadays. Is it? Man, I've been playing racing games wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, not, nowadays, I should say. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I've been, I'm sitting here playing my Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo. And I can't hear you. <laughs> I'm in 1997 right now. <laughs> What's this online gaming you're talking about? I'll go check my electronic mail. Well, I think the first racing game I ever played was either Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, the original one on PC. That's a good game. Or it was either that or Road Rash 2 on the PC, which is a vastly different game <laughs> than the one on the Genesis. Or Sonic R. No. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that too. You I don't think you can uh, yeah, kick people and kick police off to the side in Sonic Team Racing. Yeah. Uh, not, not yet. Give it a few months. <laughs> you can't steal a, a police's out. billy club and then beat him back with it. Oh, I'm just imagining Sonic and GTA. Uh, <laughs> just it's that. Hey, there is a mod no, for that. No, we need there the Eggman. The Eggman needs to be from this. Needs to be modded into GTA. <laughs> oh my God! No, I bet you there's I, one. Matt, uh, mod him into that one GTA Five cutscene that got modded all the time, where he's yelling about the YES haircut, but no, it's just Eggman. Nah. No, no, no. Wait, mod Eggman and Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Get just Eggman swinging just around. Shooting what's oh, but, in, but instead yes. of like making all the quips, Eggman's just Yosh. Yosh. <laughs> I want to see Eggman go toe to toe with uh, uh, uh no, no with Kingpin. <laughs> yes. Fat fuck versus fat fuck. Let's go. Oh baby. my god. Systems. Uh, power. We got a whole new game here. <laughs> Did anybody else have anything else to say on the soundtrack on it so we can get through Mason's? Uh, <laughs> that's really it. Okay. That's really it. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I do. I do uh, have oh. one thing to say. It has nothing to do with the soundtrack. This is the again something you guys can't see, but the John original Sonic plush that Ooh, was made. The, wow. the first Sonic plush. That they made in like ninety three, ninety four. Uh, yeah, my dad went away on a vacation, uh, a long business trip, and came back and had to give me something. So he's cute. Looks like something a grandma would knit which together. Is, which is especially yeah, like it, when you look I at some that. of the modern ones that they that have been made. Yeah, like the the original one is. I don't know, very interesting and but different. It's, it's nice, it's cute. It kind of looks... Like it. It, it I'm not show and tell for It kind of reminds yeah. me of like a Mr. Rogers neighborhood with the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah, just Mr. Yeah, it's a beautiful well, it's, day yeah, in the neighborhood. Like Hello, Mr. Sonic. Hello. Like, Speaking. That is but, very, yeah, that's but, very uh, generous. I do have yeah. something oh, on the soundtrack. Uh, we changed our mind. Uh, we don't want to hear it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I like most of the character themes in this game. I mean, the fact of the matter is, they're all at least they're all pretty decent. Knuckles is is funny, like <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. the fact of the matter is, "Unknown from Me" is not a great song, 
And the rapper who did is it the I wonder if it's the rapper who did that or the rapper who did the level themes. I don't know if they're the same one. I, I think, think it's because like, there's only one credited. I, I, whenever I, you're finished, I do have a funny thing about him. Uh, is it the fact that he tells people to kill themselves no, on social media? Well, it's that. <laughs> oh, here's the here's the funny thing. Like about, he so, unironically tells people just so fucking the, kill yourself. So the um, <laughs> the 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 guy who did the the knuckles raps. Which are all fantastic, in my opinion. Is a man, a gentleman <laughs> by the name. a white man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rouge, she's sexy and smooth. Is a, is a, he's a man by that goes by the name of Hunted P. And two funny things about him. First off, if you look at the credits, the final credits of of uh, Sonic Adventure Two, he is credited as One Hundred P, not H U N N I D P, which is yeah. how it, his name is actually uh, pronounced. But the other funny thing is. Um, Years and years after he did that, like decades after after all of that, when he wasn't really relevant anymore, he went on Twitter and was like, "I was not uh, fully compensated for my work on Sonic Adventure 2. It's like a <laughs> as, as like a final gasp of relevance. And nobody cared. Just oh a, God! But, 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 yeah, I did. but yeah, yeah, like um, I Knuckles' theme is. Like I said, it's not great, but it's it's pretty it's catchy, and that's kind of all what matters. Tails' theme is Tails' and Sonic's theme. I prefer the SA one mixes personally, but they're still really damn good. Rouge's theme I love. I love Fly and Freedom because I oh, just yeah. I love jazz yeah. and her I and her jazz. level theme. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> uh, well, her and jazz makes sense because. I, Rouge the Bat reminds me a lot of Faye Valentine from Cowboy Bebop. See, mm-hmm. I was thinking Catwoman, but that might be because I'm, I'm not a weeb. No, I'm kidding. But I say that, and I've been obsessed with Dragon Ball lately, so I'm, yeah, a, fucking liar, so I'm a fucking liar. Um, but the best theme in the game is Eggman's. I, I don't care. I know that might be a spicy take, but the best theme in the game is Eggman's. Like, it's good. I, Eggman's theme is good. It, and, and it, 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 not to say that any of them have aged I mean, poorly, I mean, it has aged, I think, better than any of the other ones in I mean, a lot I, of ways. I mean, I say best character, best character theme. The best song in the game is Live and Learn. Yes, Live like, and Learn is the best song. I, like, I would easily. say that this, this all has some relevance, because I, I don't know about you guys, but I've been seeing a lot of, like, memes that have been going around, like, showing, like, various movies that have come out recently being, like, this is uh, this movie if it came out in like 2007 or whatever, and it has like the yeah, Evanescence it has the, or yeah, it has whatever. Lincoln Park or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yep. So like, yes. I feel like this particular topic is really re- yes. relevant. So, yeah. We're talking about man, that stuff still slapped, and like, it, yeah, uh, everyone's doing it now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, the, the the best character theme is Eggman's. The worst ones is Shadows, in my opinion. I don't really care for Throw It All Away. It's fine, but I I I can see that that it it, it just it doesn't stick like the other ones. Yeah. And. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. He's. All right. So Sean knows about this. Uh, I don't know if I'm actually being caught on the mic because I'm backing away because I don't want to be attacked. <laughs> Here's a projector. Yeah. Okay. Who wants <laughs> I'm not a big fan of Shadow. <laughs> Just wow. in general, I'm not. 
big on Shadowland. Yeah, I'm not wow. coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> bold statement. And Cox Gun climbs on motorcycle, drives toward Thomas. <laughs> yeah, Shadow the Hedgehog himself bursts through the wall. Oh shit, that's cool. You said you weren't a fan. Ah, oh, God. No. Take um, that. Guy. Chaos control him. Chaos control him. <laughs> but, but, like, look, okay. I will say he's probably the best in this game because he's really good in this game. He has a really good story, but it's a story that should have ended here. And, and that was actually the that was it, the, it was originally the plan the intent, it, the, because the, he the, dies. Yeah, the plan was the, end. the plan was for Shadow to stay dead, but the fact of the matter is he was so damn popular that they brought him back in Heroes two years later. And look, I'm <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm not saying it ruined the character, but after he came back. I just started caring less and less and less about him until now. He is my least favorite hedgehog in the franchise. Wow. Now, like, see, I, I, I wonder <laughs> if some of this is because, like, my my relationship to Shadow is has a lot more story behind it. And that um, that could be the case, but it's also like. My I, relationship I, to Shadow is that Shadow the Hedgehog slaps. And <laughs> uh, that's a fucking line, you know. No, no. I know. That game's awful, and I can't <laughs> wait to play it. Oh, yeah. But oh, see, it, but, it, if you look at his story in the comics, he's a, he's a super sympathetic character. I don't know. I'm um, not. I mean, you're, you're talking about a character that was made by basically what, what Robotnik's grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And just, like, comes into existence and has to... like. Which is probably how they're going to explain Shadow and not having Jim Carrey in Sonic the Hedgehog three. <laughs> it's probably going to be Robotnik's grandfather being the character. In yeah, this. so well, it, it will be Robotnik. It will be Robotnik's grandfather. I personally want Shadow to be the main villain. of Yeah, the I don't want them to pull another uh, uh, what I, they did I, with the last character. I, I, I don't. One. I don't want him to be like, oh, he's. I don't want him to pull a knuckles where he's like, oh, he's good, but he's. He's like redeemed at the end. He's the bad guy, but he's redeemed at the you end. You can redeem him in four. That's yeah, fine. But redeem Shadow... him in four, or like make Shadow like at least if you are, if you do redeem him, don't make him like live with Sonic and Tails and Knuckles. No, so like so... like have Shadow be like, all right, we saved the day. Cool. You want to come home? Nah, fuck you, and teleport away. Well, and see, like... that's that's pretty germane to the how the comics work. So like Shadow is eventually becomes a quote-unquote friendly with Sonic, mm -hmm. but is never, like, fully around him the way Knuckles is. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't come to that same relationship uh, with Sonic that Knuckles and, is. And that, that is probably the best thing you can do with Shadow. I I say I'm not a big fan of Shadow. I'm giving all the character <laughs> analysis on him. I, I lied. No. Um, <laughs> this was for I click. just want him to be better. This is for clicks, baby. Stood away from the table and everything, and that was all for show, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Well, uh, we got to get the article titled, Wrong Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wrong Man Has Wrong Opinion. <laughs> um, now throw bananas at him. Thomas but, hates Shadow, and he's not talking about Peter Pan. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah... Shadow does have, admittedly, one of my favorite parts in uh, the comics. I mean, he has a bunch of good lines in the comics, but one of my favorite ones is he beats the shit out of being the dynamite from Sonic the Fighters. Yeah. And he just holds him up saying, Happy birthday, Hedgehog, I cleaned your yard. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. The Shadow's really good in the comics. What, have you... Um... Have either of you, like... Or has anyone read, like, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Mm -hmm. I'm like, vaguely familiar with it. Every, so, so in the first book, there's this scene where like they they have this ship that runs on an improbability drive where like mm -hmm. anything mm -hmm. can happen. So they 
use it and then they come back to the same spot and these two missiles that were going to blow them up. One turns into a bowl of petunias and the other one turns into a large sperm whale that then has to like contemplate its ex entire existence and self-worth before it like splats on the ground. Oh, Jesus. And that's Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, but see, that's what's great about Shadow. It's like he came into existence basically the same way as the sperm whale and is figuring out like his like his own personal existence from a very very nihilistic perspective before he splats on the before ground before he splats on the ground quite literally yeah like it's <laughs> i don't know it's it's that's what's always like i've really appreciated about him in the comics is that he's really gone through that development and you get hints of that in the game and there's like little like sugar drops of all of that stuff but they never hit it hard as you see in the exact same issue where they're going over the same origin story, it is much more emotional in the comic and, and a much more gratifying uh, to be able to see all that play out, which is, a, again, something that I feel like video games will be able to drag out in more modern storytellings if they revisit something like that. And that the, uh, Revisit? That can lead us right to our final questions here. <laughs> you know? but the, but, uh, real quickly before we get to that. Basically, we're an hour and a half. <laughs> this will be really quick. I, I swear. Bringing up the fact that he does splat to the ground. Both Sonic and Shadow do the same final boss fight. Why does Shadow die? Because he can't control the Chaos Emeralds as yeah, much. Because, yeah. uh, look, okay. they say it, it. You have to be in the boss fight for a while before you say it. It's mm -hmm. like damn near like the, the time on it. But he has his Vegeta to Goku at the end of the arc where he very, basically goes, oh, wow, Sh Sonic, you're more powerful than yeah, me. Yeah, he straight oh, up that's, says... That's a great He, he straight yeah, up says, analogy. like... He straight up... Shadow and Sonic are both beating the shit out of Biolizard. And Shadow goes, Sonic, I know who the ultimate life form is now. It's you. He, oh, Because wow. he, he goes, like, yeah. shit, I am not good enough. I am... I am not strong enough. You are more powerful than me. And Shadow hates admitting that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, he's, just because he's he admits it, because he's he re Vegeta. still resents Sonic. Because he's because he's Vegeta. <laughs> yeah. Like it's very. But I mean, Sonic borrowing from Dragon Ball? No, they no. would never. Everyone. <laughs> yeah, what a surprise. Okay. Now that that's cleared up, now we can. Ah, we on every episode of this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game, and our first one is. How does this game hold up? I mean, I think we, I think Mason especially went on the whole tirade about the camera, but that is really the. Moment. I have also gone on the tirade of yeah, the camera. You, you, all of us have gone on the tirade about the camera. It's it, it hasn't aged well, but it's kind of, it hasn't aged, and yet it kind of has. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. It, it holds up I, as a I game of its I, time. Its story, yes. its characters, and a lot of the gameplay holds up fine. The problem comes is, in a modern look at things, the camera and the controls do not hold up. Which are no. just development issues yep. with like, gonna everything say, at the time. I was going to say, I, I think Mason did put it best, where it both does and doesn't hold yep. up yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Like, and I think, it's, I think it's appropriate to parse that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Second main question we ask every time is, would this game deserve a reimagining or a remake in a modern setting. Yes! <laughs> here's, what I'll, here's what I'll say about that. Recently, uh, Nintendo Online has started doing this thing that if you're, if you're signed up, you can start, you can play, it's kind of like the virtual console thing, you can go back and you can play games from certain consoles. I think right now they're up to the N64 mm -hmm. and uh, the Genesis. 
And I want to say to the one Nintendo employee who's listening, and I know he's listening. I know for no, a f- <laughs> I know for a fact that in the future you're going to start adding GameCube games. Add the adventure ports. Add them. Both of them. Both yes. of them. Please, that would be and, amazing. And like, there is also that it's been like. It's people have wanted it for a while. Izuka has straight up said, like, no, we're not fucking doing it. But uh, a lot of people have wanted an SA1 and SA2 remake, but like combined. I would like, like, like Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Spyro mm, Reignited Trilogy style. What I actually would like is actually something John hinted on a little earlier uh, in it. I would like a full scale reimagining. So, kind of what Final Fantasy VII Remake has done in that it plays through all the same beats. But it expands on things. And I think because in the modern setting, you could really expand on the story, mm-hmm. which is the best part of this game. Oh, the yeah. best part of this game is the story. And if you were going through the story while keeping a lot of the same, a lot of the levels and things similar enough that you're familiar in it, but giving you a new experience, that is what I would like to see again. Because I would like, as I said, trying to experience through the story here, despite knowing the whole story and everything about it, uh, you know, I found myself be, it being a little disjointed in the way they tried to tell it. And considering they have the comics, they have stuff that has come after, they've adapted into the uh, uh, to Sonic X later on, you could tell a full story and give this story the gravity I think it would deserve in a full game. It's especially, yeah. like, you bring up Final Fantasy VII Remake, and I'm just imagining, like, how cool would that be? Like, if Sonic and they're, like, going through this game and they're like, they're doing all this stuff, and then all of a sudden something changes. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Shadow turns super at one point and before Sonic does, and he just kicks Sonic's ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, shit. And then Shadow, like, sees himself die or whatever in the future, and he's like, wait, 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 what the fuck? Like, just yeah. Or maybe even all- you bring back those ideas of how you develop characters. You can fully develop tales to more what you wanted, or maybe you're not worried about making one-to-one clones of everybody. Yeah. Maybe maybe there, there's a little bit of delineation in the characters more. Maybe uh, maybe, maybe uh, like give Knuckles more of a beat him up element. Than yeah, hunting element. Yes. Uh, maybe yes. Uh, maybe you bring in other, some of the other characters that you know that they cut in there. I don't know if anybody really wants more Amy levels, but could I you, do. <laughs> Thomas? <laughs> to the one to the one Sega employee who is listening, we know they are. <laughs> Thomas wants Amy levels. Get on it. I don't want Amy levels. I, I want bunny robot levels. <laughs> oh, dude, that actually be maybe fucking add, badass. Maybe you bring characters. You don't need to bring all the characters in, but like maybe there's something where there's more. You have some Mecha Sonic. Maybe there's or Metal Sonic. You know, maybe you have Mecha Sonic's a different character. Yeah, yeah I realized immediately. The moment I said it was a different character. It's from yeah. the forty-eight page special. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I would I like. That. I would like them to really <laughs> reimagine the way this story is told, because and, this story is really good and it is why people gravitated to this game and why they still talk about this game in the both the franchise why sonic the hedgehog 3 the movie is probably going to be semi based on this game it's, it's probably it gonna is be the game that has stu- it is the story that has stood the test of time in sonic it's probably sonic 3 is probably going to mostly be sa2 based if i had to guess which is why i think they should include amy because she's actually very important to shadow's development in mm-hmm. this game uh, oh, yeah, that's right. But I, I will say, if they do a remake, 
because Sonic Frontiers is coming out. But hey, this dates the podcast. Sonic Frontiers is coming out. Ian Flynn is writing. Yes. It, which Ian Flynn is the current writer of the comics. Well, he's been the writer. Well, he, yeah, he's been the writer <laughs> since like 2006. Uh, but, since wow. yeah, for a, actually before that, because he's been writing since Archie comics. Wow. That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's 2006 is when he started writing Archie, and he's still going for IDW. Simply put, the man knows his shit. Yes. And so just getting him to rewrite this story, reimagine it, totally maybe agree. get the original writers as well to mm, mm, peak. It'd be perfect. Yeah, so my – I would say I, I do not want a reimagining. I do not want a remake. I, I want something different. Like, That's fair. So and, – and that may be like maybe a harsh opinion, but like it's great. It is what it is. It's done. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you can't create or build off of it like like everyone's mentioned before. And I, I that's what I want. Uh, and maybe Sonic Frontiers will bring some of that out. Uh, maybe it won't. But like I want a Sonic story that has Innerjack in it, mm. which I, I don't. If people aren't as familiar, yeah. like Innerjack is this uh, echidna super god that like Knuckles eventually becomes. Um, and then his dad has to die to save him. Yeah, like I want, I want the, that you know the dark, uh, dark brotherhood story of the the Knuckles uh, universe as well. Um, I want tales down under storylines in there um, where he goes to like Australia and meets his own posse. You know, I want Ickus Nagus. I want the upside down worlds. You know, I want all of the bizarreness that happened in the comics. To culminate in one bitch ass Sonic game, I I kind of feel like uh, I'd be fine with just including Bunny Rabbit. <laughs> yes, I kinda that's f- true. I kind of feel like since since she's been around longer than Amy Rose. I mean, I like Amy, but also Bunny Rabbit is one of the best Sonic characters. Agree. So not <laughs> totally agree. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, you guys are fine. I feel like since the inception of the comics, the 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 games have been kind of afraid to, uh, to integrate themselves with it. They've kind of distanced themselves as much as they can. That's and because the, of Shadow the Hedgehog. To the same SEGA employee, don't be afraid to mix in things from the comics. We'll be okay with well, it. You don't need to invent new characters. They can't do stuff from the earlier comics because... For those who don't know, there's oh, yeah, that lawsuit yeah, that happened. Big lawsuit with Ken Penders. Yeah. By uh, the way, uh, fuck Ken Penders. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's a whole other subject. We're already this podcast. But already they could still long. bring him in on it. Like, oh I, no, I'm not. Go- I'm not going to say they can't. So that at least they could get some of the copyrights that he ended up owning. Yeah. I'm not going to say they couldn't. Again, Bunny Rabbit isn't his creation. I'd love to see her. Yeah, because in. Bunny Rabbit's been there since like the beginning. Yeah. So, I have, yeah. like, the first novel that they made she, of, like, a kid's book that has, like, is basically issue zero. <laughs> yeah, she's been in there, so. Yeah. It, it'd be cool. Yeah. So if you can't tell, we all really love Sonic here. <laughs> uh, this is a game that is near and dear to all of our hearts in different ways. Uh, so, what do you guys think about this game? Let us know. Uh, leave a review specifically on uh, Apple iTunes. You can type some words in there, <laughs> and uh, you can be uh, you, you know you can be as mean or mean to us as you want, as long as you give us five stars. You can say tell, tell us we suck, and give us five stars. We will say thank you, sir. Make sure How you dare spell Tom- with an X. How exactly. dare Thomas doesn't like Shadow? Fuck him! Fuck him! Fuck him! Five <laughs> stars from from uh, Shadow Fan sixty. Yeah, from Shadow Fan four twenty sixty nine. But, you know, check us out on all of our our platforms. (laughs) Apple iTunes, 
Uh, if you're on uh, Spotify, give us that follow. Uh, uh, I think it's a like or something on it. Like it's a heart. It's a heart. Tell us that you you know that you love us. Uh, Amazon Music, same sort of thing. Uh, let us know. Uh, we will be back with a next episode where we uh, decide. We decide to try something a little bit different. So thank you all for tuning in and have you have a good night.